0: Hello After buzzers. So question is, should you get in business that you don't even with a product or service you don't even use yourself? I'll find out next. You're tuning into The Destination for TV Superfan Discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Is this the real profit music?
1: This is now, I think this is the stock music again.
0: Okay, this sounds like... Uh, but but
1: this, this feels like it's moving you forward.
0: feels like Game of Thrones or something. Right, like, which very is like intense. epic. Yes. Yeah, we have an epic episode here for you. We have an intense
1: episode here today.
0: Yes, right. Tonight, today, depends on where you are, I suppose. Uh, here with the Prophet episode... Uh, gosh, I don't even know what episode it is, do you? <sighs>
1: I think it's episode 8.
0: This is deep, deep, heavy stuff. Perhaps. uh, It's called Tea to Go, and we're going to have a blast here tonight. I'm Chris Howard. As always, you can reach me at ChrisHowardLive on Twitter and Instagram. Also, go to LegendaryLivingDaily.com for tips, inspiration, motivation uh, on a daily basis, as well as LegendaryLivingTV.com for YouTube. Over to my left is the one, the only.
1: Hello, everyone. Katerina Kazai is here, and you can catch up with me uh, via my social media at... Katerina Kazayas, you can also catch me via my website, which is called Global Gab. That's Global dash Gab, and I gab with you about international top trending events, issues, and uh, lots of good stuff you need to know about what's going on in the world.
0: That's right. And just yes. speaking of Global Gab, where did you mm-hmm. get that Michael Jackson? So I hand have thing? this
1: very cool yeah. non-financially profity stock markety was accessory. Was it non-profit? <laughs> I picked this up in the um, in the Medina in Turkey when I was in Istanbul a few years ago. Nice. And it's a nice little handpiece.
0: Beautiful. But, That's in the uh, big Turkish you. bazaar, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: the big, big Turkish bazaar. So. Beautiful, mm-hmm.
0: beautiful. And you, and you said you don't like Turkish delight that much. I,
1: we were talking before the episode started, and I don't like Turkish delight that much. I, I it's find just that shocking chewy, and really, and I actually find sweet. that offensive.
0: <laughs> I find that offensive. <laughs> I you know, love I'm, the more, chewy. I'm
1: more of a vegetable girl. Turkish delight for me is too sweet. I don't know. Like, give me some asparagus.
0: All right. You know what? I I went on a thirty day juice fast. Oh my! And uh, broke it with a pound of Turkish delight. <laughs> <laughs> you were about done with that juice. Well, I was in Turkey. I brought a group out oh, to Turkey.
1: Oh, okay, Yeah. Did you
0: love it? Yeah. Well, I just, I love Turkey anyway. Yeah. But I brought a group out there. I actually ran naked around the Tomb of Achilles.
1: Wow. Which
0: was pretty cool. We went walking in the footsteps of Alexander the Great. Wow. So we went to some really cool, oh, you'd be into that. Yep. Right,
1: I am. Yeah. Went to
0: some cool places and I'll, I'll talk about the running naked in some other episode. <laughs> but um, we, uh, uh, so we went to the Grand Bazaar and I was fasting the whole time. So I was on this right. juice fast. Uh-huh. Uh, got really clean and clear in my head and uh, the, the, we had all these great Turkish foods that I wasn't partaking mm. in
1: oh because you couldn't because I couldn't then oh my god!
0: at the end of the week I ate a pound of Turkish delight
1: you know yeah, what? it was horrible
0: horrible <laughs>
1: next time you do that you take yeah. that one week break you enjoy the local food and you come back and do your juice cleanse here
0: I, you know what though I so wanted to hit that 30 day mm. and you did know? you feel good I did. Um, I felt great. I felt yeah. fantastic. Yeah, uh, and I have. I've uh, attempted to do thirty days again, and I haven't made it to the thirty day mark since that one. That's point. some yeah. discipline. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Speaking thank you, of thank juice. You. Speaking of juice, let's move on to tea. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> tea to go. Tea <laughs> That's our two. episode
1: for tonight.
0: Takes two to tango. Yes, I'm just uh, looking for the alliteration and, and the. Well, you know, the, um,
1: for those of you that watch the episode, the yeah. logo tea to Go" was actually the word tea the letter sure t- the number two. two.
0: Go, which go. was kind of cute. I, yeah, no, the the logo was cute. That I actually didn't mind the name as much as Marcus ended up mm-hmm. minding it when he mm-hmm. came in. However, I understand his logic. Um, Do he, you
1: think there's a, Marcus's logic being that people assume that you just take the tea and leave, right? Well, T
0: well, two go, right? right? So, it, he's saying there's you nothing don't inviting
1: put, about staying there at the at the
0: exactly, and, and he would uh, he would like them spending more money. But I think you've always got to be careful when you're picking your title or mm-hmm. whatever phrases are going to go with your business that they don't have a double but, entendre but, but did that's that, going to...
1: did that subconsciously sit in your brain and have you feel that you would just take your tea and leave? Because for, for me, it didn't.
0: Yeah, for me, it didn't either. No. However, uh, well, you know what, though? Uh, I mean, we weren't standing in front of the tea place thinking, mm-hmm. hey, let's get some tea to go. You know, Perhaps, so, yeah right? I mean, if yeah. you're going to raise the margins, like, uh, this man is attempting to do. Uh, sublime at Sublime. Sublime
1: yeah, So let's, let's
0: break this sucker down. We'll go down to the beginning. Alright. And uh, so this is a Texas teaching. Yes. And uh, Marcus is coming to turn it around and uh, shows up uh, what they do is they produce. Uh, they, they've got tea to go, obviously, and they've got loose leaf tea that you can purchase. Uh, what did you think about that? I,
1: I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought it was a fun, interactive store, and mm-hmm. I thought it was a great alternative to coffee. Right, because not everyone drinks coffee.
0: Which was their logic: that was that uh, you right. know, there's got there's a market for this. Starbucks mm-hmm. isn't every place. Mm-hmm. Why not make this? Uh, tea place Giant
1: tea franchise Yeah right. I,
0: the, You know And I've got to Shout out to Marcus too Because I don't know If you're familiar With the, the tea franchise That you, I don't know If it was a franchise Or not There used to be A place called Tea Garden Okay In Santa Monica That was Extraordinary and I want Marcus to watch this. And, uh, you know, they, they, with the name change and stuff that they did in this episode, and we'll get into the episode here in a second. But the tea garden was so freaking good. And what they did was elixirs. And they, they you know, there may still be one in, in, uh, uh, up near hollywood mm-hmm. uh, i look for this place and i i sought this place out every time i go to santa monica wow. it used to be on yeah it uh used to be uh, i'm trying to remember the the street, street that it was on yeah it was near 7th street i think well it was running parallel to santa monica boulevard so i'm not it'll, okay it'll come to mind but they had elixirs that they would do for six to ten dollars Hmm. And each elixir was uh, was created with a specific result in mind. So, and they used Chinese herbs. And I know that uh, Marcus has gone with the American uh, tea and spice company. Right. But you know, you do I, all I would, of
1: those spices are coming from that part of the yeah, world. yeah. They come the from Orient, there anyway. Yeah, right.
0: it's like it's like in the UFC, you have mixed martial arts that came yeah. from China, right? Who right. cares where it came from, or from Japan or yeah. from Brazil? But um, they would do these elixirs, and so the elixirs would give you more stamina. Stamina. Yeah, it would teach you how to spell and speak. <laughs> you no, know, the elixirs would give you more stamina, or okay. they would give you. Uh, they would. So they were either
1: relaxing ones or
0: energizing. Energizing, or... or they'd make the brain work oh, okay. at a higher functionality, wow. and they. Would and you
1: would pay almost ten dollars for this every
0: time wow. I go in there. Yeah, so that's the that's the <laughs> deal. When you look at the margins on that, it's got to be huge. And I found one of these in Bali when I was uh, actually when I was last in Bali. They put it so in, and cool. people love it people really, love eh? it yeah and wow. so you order from this menu and i remember i go in there i might spend twenty dollars wow. and uh, he was hoping to get the average uh, spend up to ten right uh so, but i think to do elixirs uh, and tonics elixirs mm. and tonics would be such an amazing thing to add to this so marcus there you go
1: marcus if you're listening um,
0: yeah i think it would be awesome mm-hmm. off the mm-hmm. chart off and i'd love to chart. see it in a franchise yeah yes absolutely yeah so um so they were selling loose tea uh, by the ounce. What did you think of the stores as he uh, first came in, the setup, the design, sure, the layout? Sure, the whole all thing. That. So yeah.
1: I, I, I liked the name. I thought it was cute.
0: You liked the name? I did, okay. yeah.
1: You walk into the store, I found it a little bit barren, a little sparse in terms of the, um, the product it was offering. And that right. was one of the things Marcus had pointed out, is he said, okay, you have the teas... But you don't have anything else. There right. is no coffee alternative if somebody wants a coffee, right? Just put some filtered coffee somewhere. There are no accessories if you want to buy some mugs or if you want to buy a thermos. Well,
0: to your coffee point, they could do uh, filter. Co- they could do. Uh, they could, they could do cold that. pressed coffee. Sure. They could do different types of things that are right. kind of unique. I mean, and, yeah. and
1: you know what? And there's, I mean, there's Cuban coffee. There's Vietnamese coffee. There's, there's so many different cool coffees they could have brought in
0: sure that, yeah they could have, have done something that was branch, unique that, right. Uh, right I got it
1: and, uh, and so that was missing food you
0: said there was um, no food
1: there were no yeah. snacks um, so from Marcus's perspective I agreed with him that the business okay it offered tea but what else did you, do you offer to keep the people there, and, and right. that's why there were no people there. Right. right. <laughs> that's because it was
0: T to go. Right. Well, so I don't think their goal was ever to keep the people there in the first place. And that yes, was, but uh, they were
1: also running themselves into the ground, right? In terms of trying to make their uh, well, their margins. I th- I, yeah.
0: No, I think the problem was that they never ran themselves up any place. Mm. Uh, they they didn't have any success to speak of, and mm. that's and in a franchise business, that's uh, you know I was struck by let's see they had 19 locations already, right? Um, only 11 that remain today. Jeff, uh, who's the father who launched this business and is a father-son business, uh, son Taylor, um, said that he started selling these franchises for thirty grand a piece. But but the big elephant in the room was that he hadn't made any money with his own store yet.
1: Right. So he basically took a franchise, which is a concept that you're supposed to identically it's supposed to be cookie a proven, cut and a proven business right. business model. And he just started selling this idea. People were buying into it and there was no proven sales of any kind so
0: that's and, and what was scary and this is you know was that he kept selling so he was not making any money so mm-hmm. in order to make up for the lack of funds that were coming in he kept selling these franchises right. of this untested unproven model i told it sounds like a ponzi scheme to me right, a ponzi scheme you did say scam. that yeah it really does <laughs> because if you're not making any money at all and the ones you're selling aren't making any money at right. all and you continue to sell to make up for those losses right. that's what it sounds like to me
1: well, and the thing is, but but the thing is, it's silly because not only do they sell the store for the 30000 but part of the contract is that the owner, Jeff, retains a 4% royalty there, uh, from that point on. Was it on. 4%? 4%. So like it would have been, no, but it would have been in his interest to at least... Help ensure that these businesses were making some kind of money; otherwise, your ability to make money in the future off of this is nil. Well, that might
0: have been the right? problem too. Was right. it was only four no. percent? So what was the you what know was the what was yeah where him, was the incentive for right? him? yeah because none of them were making money right. and therefore his four percent was worthless. He and, was just and, making and, it on the front end.
1: And what we did see is there was no incentive with the son Taylor, who ended up becoming the GM, right. General Manager. Instead of being supportive to these franchisees. is that right? We can say it, yes. Um, To the franchise owners, right. Uh, He he was actually taking the opposite attitude and saying, you know, please don't email me after 5 p.m. I won't respond to emails after 9 p.m. And you're thinking, you're an owner, you're a boss, you kind of need to be available 24 hours a day. I mean, what kind of work ethic... Are you trying to promote?
0: Yeah, it was really kind of confusing at so, first. It was a, it was a hard one to sum up. Let's talk about that relationship between the father and son. What fa- did you What fa- did you think? The
1: father and the son. So Jeff Hunt, the owner,
0: mm-hmm.
1: had this kid when he was 16 years old. Four days after the boy was born, Jeff, the dad, turned 17.
0: Yeah, so we're him. looking
1: at two men right now, one of whom is 40. Right. And the other one is 23. hmm So they're both quite young. Yeah. I, young, and I my did my parents math. I mean, were... I would have had a 23-year-old right now had I had a kid at 16. How old are you? Like, that's crazy. Or
0: you don't want to say... Well, it. no,
1: I'm 40 almost. Really? But the, yes. But the thing is, like, can you imagine me with a 23-year-old kid? Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> I don't know I don't know. Well, my parents were 17 when they had me. Were they young? I, I were went they to my young? Yeah, I went to my wow. parents' high school graduation. I was physically at my parents' high school graduation. Wow, physically like a being. Like I was a little being. Oh, my not in a, goodness. Not in a womb, not in a tummy. How did
1: it feel to have parents that young? Um,
0: You know, I didn't know anything different. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
1: well, mine were um, young as well, youngish. I mean, mine were 27 and 24 when they had me. Right. But that's different than 16 and 17.
0: Yeah, well, you don't you don't know anything at 16 and 17 right, right. you don't i mean we don't know anything at, at 40 you right. know <laughs> so what do you right? do? yeah so to think that uh, it's a hard hard job to right. be a parent at mm-hmm. that age and apparently jeff wasn't there wasn't all that present he wasn't right. there present for the birth and then he wasn't present
1: and that created a little hostility with taylor because taylor was saying hey you were an absentee father right and you can see the respect for him as a dad, from a son to a dad relationship. He it. was missing. No, he didn't yeah. have it at and,
0: all. Well, and you know, and I'm
1: 39, by the way.
0: Okay, thank you. <laughs> and she's single and looking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Katerina Kazayas
1: <Woo-hoo>. at what? <laughs> uh, yeah, hit me up. At Katerina Kazayas.
0: <laughs> okay, at yeah, Katerina Kazayas. i just but, trying to but, be helpful. Um, um, but no,
1: but so what you saw, so part of the problem was right. that... Taylor, the son, yes. was getting away with a lot of stuff because he was the son that a regular employee more than likely wouldn't have gotten away from right. away with. Right, And that was to the detriment of the business as a whole. Well,
0: right? and, yeah, because the father and when you lose moral authority like that mm. for one reason or another, mm-hmm. because it's it makes it a very difficult situation mm-hmm. and you know, uh, the it, what's interesting is Taylor will discover as he gets older that uh, you know everybody's doing the best they can with the resources that they have, Right. and he may have some forgiveness in his heart for his father when he realizes that he's just a human being as well. You know? Yeah, and,
1: and and you can see that Jeff, the dad, was trying to repair this relationship because right. he was getting older and he was recognizing that I could have been a better father. Yeah, um, but because of that guilt, he was letting the kid get away with way so too he's much. not
0: managing him and, well and to the to
1: the point. That they were running the business into the ground. It was sitting sitting with a million dollars worth of debt.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. That's a
1: lot of debt. Really
0: interesting, and it sounded like Jeff was the one that was out there. Pushing the franchises, mm-hmm. and I'll come back to the million dollars because that's really relevant. Well, uh, but you know
1: what? It w- wasn't even the million dollars, right? So the debt was a million dollars, which right. is fine if you're making money, but they were there was no money being there. Was made. a negative net worth of 780,000,
0: I think, right? And that so, um, ouch, you know, the uh, I'll just kind of put a bow on the relationship here for a second, mm. oh, but sorry, the, yes. uh, no, that's all right. Uh, so because what you brought up is so relevant, so I'm going to come right back to it, but mm-hmm. in terms of uh in terms of the dynamics that were there, there were you know when you, we look at the people aspect of what Marcus likes to look at, mm-hmm. I think it was I, I mean I I would give this an F on a on a yeah. report card you know it was bad it was bad really really bad mm-hmm. and I don't see how they would be able to navigate that well we we'll get, we'll get into it as, as the episode, <laughs> the episode pr- progresses gross, right. but it was it was one of the one of the worst uh, set of circumstances amongst the people correct um, that we've seen, I think. Um, so we've had that then you say there are a million dollars in debt, mm-hmm. right and the, do- the debt came from building up so they were building out spaces. they right. were building out stores. Which the father then sold,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so he didn't own the places, the locations e- that he built.
1: Effectively, what he did, yeah. the owner Jeff, is he took out a loan from the bank for seven hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars to build out these various stores, and then sell them for thirty thousand dollars a piece. Right, but he never made that money. But he he didn't make enough money on these franchise sales to pay off that debt
0: he's making thirty thousand dollars for a sale plus right. a four percent spiff at the end yeah and, uh, and, and, and and the franchisees weren't making any money because mm-hmm. they didn't have a proof of concept
1: right and they didn't worth- have the proper training and they didn't have the proper Uh, Processes and they were basically they bought into something and had to fend for themselves.
0: You gotta, you gotta, you know, that's a very scary situation. I mean, Mm -hmm. and And
1: some of these people had put in their life savings into this project. Excuse me. Yeah. So so we did see some of these stores where people had come in with their own two hundred thousand dollars.
0: Now, depending on how he sold this, if he overstated profits, he, he could be in a lot of trouble. From a legal um,
1: perspective, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So it's like, uh, and the fact that it's built on something that's a non-proven concept mm-hmm. from a guy who wasn't, uh, to my knowledge, he wasn't in business before that. I could be wrong. Sure. Uh, yeah. But uh, and from a guy who's not making money off the store himself and they're putting right. their life savings into it, it's just really And, you know, you really feel bad nasty. for people
1: because clearly there were, he sold 19 of these. Right. So there were 19 sets of business owners that they themselves didn't know enough about business to at least right. have done their due diligence. So 19 people that so, he got to so believe in him. So this is a little crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's really it's really a sad situation. Hmm. And and you know what? Jeff didn't look like a, a, an asshole or anything. I, don't well, think Jeff I mean not was doing
1: it on purpose. So yeah, he much. wasn't
0: trying to screw people over. No, he, I think
1: he just was inexperienced himself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You he know, just, and, he, uh, and
1: and then he brought his 23 year old son in, who was. Even less experienced. Yeah. And the whole thing, I mean, you wonder why it wasn't working, right?
0: Right, yeah. No, I don't, even think, though, I don't even think he though, was doing it maliciously. I, and Is I think it, Taylor,
1: yeah. in Taylor's defense, I think Taylor, Taylor's the son, uh, was trying at mm-hmm. times. Um, and and he said that he had three years of college, was a year away from graduating marketing and business, uh, but dropped out of college to get into. So
0: Jeff calls him up December of 2013 and says, come and join me.
1: In this new In this tea, new tea store, so they can right. have a
0: bond as father and son that didn't exist while Taylor was growing up. Apparently, right.
1: yeah. And, and so he did. He drops yeah. out of college, goes to help dad, but he's twenty three. He wants to go party on the weekends, and right. you saw that. And he was it's not showing up for of work, an, yeah. and he was not being respectful of other people's time, and you know just
0: uh. what was really fascinating was when jeff the father said you know i didn't get to do a lot of things that i wanted to do when i was younger because because
1: you were a mistake he actually yeah he did say you were a mistake it wasn't the same conversation but he did say that
0: yeah Yeah. uh and you can see you can see that torn loss of youth Mm. that happened within the father you could see it also reflected in the son's behavior Mm. where he's incongruent about whether, is he a businessman or is he going to go party, is he still a kid, um, but the father's going through the same conflict
1: Right. You right. Uh, am I still
0: a kid or am yeah. I going to go make that up yeah. and so there's it's a reflection of each other, mm-hmm. you know, if we get really
1: very philosophical and profound
0: we're going to spell this show prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T <laughs> right <All> right <laughs> So, so,
1: so Marcus comes in. Yeah. Marcus likes the concept because Marcus likes the tea business. I think he right. sees revenue in tea. Um, I see that.
0: I think it could be really cool. Yeah.
1: I think it could be really cool, too, because especially with most of America starting to get a little healthier, a little more health conscious. Um, yeah, know, I see, and, I and, would, and the margins on tea are massive.
0: Yeah, I would turn away from coffee... Mm-hmm. any day if there were good alternatives and
1: and and, and frequent alternatives right so you right. didn't have to go completely out of your way if they were on every second street corner uh, well, i would choose tea too yeah i and mean, it's, it's an interesting little tip goal, for you right? for anyone at home that is a tea drinker um an interesting um stat they threw out there was that 85 percent of teas in america are actually cold teas
0: oh i didn't so they're that. like iced yeah Hmm. Interesting. I'm not an iced tea person. I'm not an
1: iced tea person either. I like a hot tea.
0: Yeah, that does not And I like to put
1: it. a little cinnamon in there and maybe some honey and, right. you know, curl up next to a fireplace. Yeah. That's what I think of.
0: And for me, like, the, yeah, no, me too. There's, there's something comforting about mm. tea that's not mm-hmm. comforting with coffee so much. Right. And coffee's bad for the digestion. It's it, like, it doesn't, uh, it sticks well, to your And nerves it's, a little
1: bit. I get edgy on coffee. Yeah, but
0: tea's re- tea can be really yeah. nice. So, yeah, I think that uh, And tea's a fast buster, right.
1: too. Green yeah, tea is exactly. proven to get rid of the belly fat. So anyone that wants to lose a few pounds here, I switch to
0: tea. Why are you looking at me when you say that?
1: No, I didn't. I know, I'm joking.
0: <laughs>
1: so Marcus comes in right. and offers them. Uh, well, says they need some help.
0: Right. Uh, makes the offer for 350k for uh, for 75 percent of the Ouch. business. Oh my god! Ouch. I don't think I've ever seen him. I don't ask think that much. he's
1: asked for that. Well, I mean, the business was bleeding money, right? Right. To the tune of 780 thousand dollar loss,
0: which just shows the disconnect between because in Jeff's head, at some point in the episode, he said. It's already been proven successful. No, it hasn't. There's no you're, success you're with this business. in
1: the whole. How there's, is it proven? Yeah, there's right. nothing
0: successful about this right. business. They're turning uh, they, the home store itself could lose anywhere between 35 to 40k annually, yeah. and they were grossing about 10k a month. I, I just don't get how anybody could go and sell that concept to right. 19 people. Uh, for thirty grand, hey, come and do this for right. you know, right. It just doesn't make sense,
1: and there was no direction, no right. resources, no support. Um so again I question the people that were buying into this concept in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean people like to dream of being business owners. I guess. And I think that's, you know, part of the American dream.
0: I guess and if you buy into it, he's like, well, we're doing ten grand a month, you can do ten grand a month for thirty sure, but, grand.
1: But, but you don't tell the person you're gonna end up losing your shirt at the end of the year. Yeah,
0: but most franchises, if you buy a McDonalds, you're hoping to do a million dollars. You're not absolutely. hoping to do ten grand a month. <laughs> no. But you know, <laughs> What do you do? So it's got to be, they're very unsophisticated business yeah. people that are buying into this. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's the sad part. But, um, so, the, yeah, there's a 90% margin on the tea that they were making already. Right. That's it's huge. Pretty
1: healthy. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Except for mm-hmm. the fact that 90% of nothing is still nothing. So when the <laughs> average purchase is only $3, I mean, can you imagine the well, amount of traffic you would need to get through there to make anything substantial?
1: And, you know, part of the reason the average purchase was only $3 is because the only thing you offered was $1. Tea One drink,
0: tea to go, right? And
1: most of us, I usually right. don't go and buy four at a time for myself, right? Right. But if they had the three dollar tea, and then they had some brownies or some scones or some See. muffins or some croissants or a
0: six dollar or eight dollar or ten dollar elixir,
1: there you go. I mean, the average the average purchase could be.
0: <laughs> I used to buy. I would sometimes right. buy two elixirs. You, you would. Know, I, I would go in there, or if you're going, if you're walking with somebody, you go in, you, you drop twenty dollars oh, for easy. two elixirs for your partner that you're walking with. Or I would go in and have one for energy, then one for brain boosting. Right, and, right. Yeah. And
1: it's funny that you say that because um, there's a concept down in uh, in Miami, which mm-hmm. is called Smoothie King. Okay. And Smoothie King was just like that. My sister was addicted to Smoothie King. Because oh,
0: they had the boosts and, and they stuff? They had the boost and yeah. the
1: Energizer and the this and the that. And... and before you knew it, you'd be you know you'd be dropping three hundred bucks at, right. a week for on a single smoothies.
0: smoothie, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for a single smoothie. But the boost, you know, like what's a boost? It's going to be fifty cents, 20, sure. 25, a quarter, fifty cents, probably fifty cents.
1: Right, fifty cents. Yeah. yeah. But then you get three or four different boosts. Right. So, so you take your up. six dollars smoothie and it becomes eight fifty, and you add the tax, and now there you go. Yep. The, there you, you know, go. There's 10 your ten dollar drink. Yeah.
0: yeah. And um, I think there's but the
1: elixirs sound better to me. Oh, it's so yeah, good. They do. Yeah.
0: And it's just there's something magical about it sure, too. It's like yeah, it's like you step into a different world. Yeah. Oh, Uh, So, let's see here. And then they actually also sold um, Elixir Mix. So, they would sell these big bottles. Serious, big bottles, like plastic bottles, like, like you imagine a water bottle that's filled with the essence of the Elixir. So, when you go and you make your own tea, you pour some of the, you know, you pour like a capful or whatever in. Then you mix your own tea. So, you could buy uh the distilled version for uh wow. no, yeah, take for, it home yeah i don't i don't you want can to say bait this in
1: stuff well, i you think don't you may have it. no but you, you might buy, like this elixir. but you stuff. might buy a
0: bottle like that for 60 bucks 50 60 bucks <laughs> um, because it makes so many teas mm-hmm. it was uh that was pretty cool yeah um Okay, so let's see here. So they didn't have any food, didn't have uh, anything like that. Marcus went to a couple of the stores to look at them, a couple of the franchises. Right, because um, there
1: were 11 existing stores across Texas and Arizona. Right. And he went to two or three different stores to see, you know, perhaps different owners were doing things a little differently.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, and we, we didn't mention that he did offer the three fifty k for uh, 75%. 75%. Yeah, and we had um, a bit of Jeff a Jeff negotiated. hmm Yeah, down to 70%. Sometimes some of those, you know, for an extra 1% or 2% what you're going to get out of it. I mean, I actually, you know, there's two minds where you got to appreciate the fact that the guy wants to negotiate whatever he gets. That's good in business. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, he's getting his life saved here, and he's going to haggle and barter over those last couple of points, which, uh, you know, if Marcus does his job, uh, they should all be thrilled absolutely but what has... i what
1: I found was telling though was the fact that um Marcus offered the three fifty for seventy five percent of the business. Mm-hmm. These guys haggled a little bit and brought him down to three fifty for seventy percent, which meant they kept five percent equity right. more than he had originally offered. Yes, what I found telling was that Marcus agreed to that, which says to me that Marcus really sees potential in this business, mm-hmm. right he was willing to give away that five percent to still get in and 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 be part of this, so yeah.
0: I mean, well, I mean, I think Marcus just wanted a substantial stake in it because it's yeah. going to be so much work. I mean, it's it's literally, and it ends up being more work than he thought. And it did. <laughs> so he
1: comes in and says, yeah. "Okay, let's uh, let's talk to the distributor first, right?"
0: Yeah. How'd that turn out? Let's talk about that. Let's talk to the distributor.
1: So it ended yeah. up that this. Oh, we're talking about Manish. Teas to go, Manish. Yeah. Tees to go. We're getting their product from one distributor. Is it
0: Manish or Manish. or Manesh. Manesh. Manesh.
1: Manesh. Manesh. We're gonna
0: say Manish. Okay. He, he really familiar Manesh. to
1: Manish. Let's see.
0: Yeah, I'll go back in my notes. You go in your notes because I have
1: it written as Manish at one Um, point. And I've got Manish.
0: I got Manish. Anyway, Manish
1: at the Maya Tea Company, who seemed cool. He seemed to know his product. He seemed to love his product. He was in contrast to Jeff and Taylor. Stark contrast,
0: right? So stark contrast. Jeff didn't, and this is what we did in our little teaser before Hmm. the show. So Jeff didn't even drink tea, right? Taylor, we didn't hear so much about, uh, but Jeff uh, didn't even drink tea; wasn't into tea. Mm-hmm. And Marcus said, "If you're going to get into a business, why would you get into something you're not passionate about? Because it's going to seep through your pores that you don't. And, and that it you're did, not, yeah. right?
1: And it did with the lack of product and uh, the customer experience. And, was, yeah, there they was just, no they customer.
0: Yeah, they just didn't care. Um,
1: but Manish yeah. did care. Yeah, and he seemed very. You know what savvy they cared about? Knowledge. Selling
0: thirty thousand dollar franchises." <laughs> But anyway, yeah, Manish did care. Manish did
1: care. And when when Marcus and the guys went to see Manish, what they Mm -hmm. discovered was that not only does he supply teas, which he probably gets from the Orient, he also had a warehouse full of spices. Right. And a lot of these spices were actually added to the tea leaves to come up with these really cool... Teas and actually, I just want to go back to the beginning for yep. a moment because one of the teas that Marcus sampled when he first walked in was called the Madagascar, Madagascar coconut white tea. white tea. Right, sounds delicious to me. It does. I would have loved to try that.
0: Yeah, um, I, and, and he said they were both very good—the Madagascar and, and the and coconut, chai, coconut chai. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah,
1: both of which I think I would try.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, but Manish has these spices, and Marcus says, to him, you know, why don't we offer some spices as well? You know, make it a one-stop shop." And uh, and he proposed that they change the name of the whole concept to tea. the American Tea and Spice Shop. Which what did I you love. think of that?
0: Yeah, well, it, you know, it, what gets conjured in my mind... I love the title. I thought that was, it was so much better.
1: The American uh, Tea and Spice Shop. I
0: think of, like, uh, you know, the, what's the... Uh, What's the banana like a Banana Republic type store where okay. people were in khakis and I think of Bombay India right. and I think of yeah the you know, colors yeah and just that, kind of right. like a, I think and of an spices. Indiana Jones type right. scene mm-hmm. um, as I as I hear that um, and I, I just I think it's a cool a cool way to go. There's something that could be really. Uh, you know, and it still may evolve more. I mean, they went and they did the flagship store. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ended up uh, redesigning it and jumping ahead. That's okay, um, yeah, but they redesigned the flagship store and they and that was the real thing. You'd need to have a proof of concept that you then roll to mm-hmm. multiple places right. um, but yeah, and, I, I, and I love the, I love the essence of where and, they're going with this and yeah.
1: and again, I think I think again Marcus is Marcus is a marketing genius, and so yes. not only did they call it the tea and spice shop because To your point, when I think of spices, that image is conjured in my mind. But if I was a Midwestern, um, very Mm American-centered individual, I may be turned off by that. So what Marcus did, which I thought was genius, is he put the word American into the title. Right. So now it became the American Tea and Spice Shop. Yep. So you feel patriotic by shopping there. You feel comfortable knowing that it's American, even though the spices are coming from somewhere you can't pronounce.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? So yeah. he,
1: he offered both of those elements.
0: Yeah. No, it's neat. He, mm-hmm. he did tie that together mm-hmm. uh, well. And uh, In fact, you went into kind of the, the uh, where the it's thought ecology. came from. The embryonic beginnings of that thought i didn't think of it like that i just thought oh that's a good time.
1: yeah right there you you go
0: you had much more i'm on fire and people wouldn't look at you and think you had much more thought than (laughs) i do going on inside your brain but i'm joking
1: i think it's it's my spicy bracelet it's your spicy bracelet yeah
0: so what would you which spice girl would you be
1: Oh goodness, I've thought of that. Oh, I would absolutely be posh spice. Posh spice. Oh yes, Victoria Beckham. I was a fan of hers back before she was Victoria Beckham. David's I'm pretty posh-y. hot. David yeah, Beckham's posh-y. pretty hot. He's great. Yeah. So I, she's got the whole got package got going, going on. on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So uh, who do you think's hotter, David Beckham or Victoria Beckham?
1: Oh my goodness, that one's hard. Uh, that one's it, hard. kind of hard. Uh, I, I actually I think give I it to would David. pick David. Yeah. I think yeah, I would. I mean, like he's just just naturally Until you hear him talk.
0: Then he sounds like Mickey Mouse or something, and I was like, <laughs> "The
1: voice is a disconnect." Eh? Yeah, it's totally disconnect. We just disconnect. have to keep him not not speaking. Yeah, just don't just speak.
0: Look pretty, David. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so sorry, David, if we're uh, we're off on know, a tangent we just, here. We got spiced. We got spiced. Yeah, there there was a, there was a connection there. there. You go. Spice Girls, Spice Shop. <laughs> You know, uh, they should invite him to the grand opening. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we've got the. Uh, let's see where we are. Where's a good place to pick up here? So let's talk about the franchisees that are out there. The current franchisees, okay. the state of affairs, mm-hmm. their happy, their level of happiness with the service. Okay, uh, with what they purchased. Let's let's go into that.
1: Uh, well, Marcus got them all together in a room, had a bit of a uh, group meeting with all the franchise owners, yeah. and he was hearing a lot of complaints. That was why the primary complaint he was hearing was a lack of communication. Right. Right. And again, that could be direct one-on-one with the owners. That could be lack of communication with respect to training, lack of communication with respect to financial support. Um, So that was a big issue. And and people started complaining. They started bringing up a lot of things. One of which was, "Hey, we thought we were signing on Jeff to have you be our boss, right? And all of a sudden, your 21-year-old kid shows up." And you could see clearly some of these gentlemen who were in their 50s and 60s were thinking... What am I going to learn from a twenty-one-year-old kid? Yeah,
0: now if they had substance, sure. then oh, I would. And and Taylor was able to run, uh, you know, roll that out to them, roll that mm-hmm. substance out that actually made the money. Yeah, I don't think the age would have been no, it the wouldn't have issue. been an issue, right? Yeah, they just did. But when they there was
1: a lack of support coupled with
0: a twenty-one-year-old kid who didn't know what he was doing, right? Because he really did. They didn't know what they were doing. If they knew what they were doing, they'd be making money, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the that's the real problem. And
1: that's a good point. Whether it was Jeff in the helm or Taylor Jeff didn't know what Doesn't he was matter. doing either. Yeah, right. I, and at the age of forty, so
0: right. That's all Jeff knew how to do was to go sell more to make up the deficiencies of the, of the core business, mm-hmm. and that's that's mm-hmm. scary. You can't do that. I mean, right. that's just wrong.
1: So Marcus basically said that, "Hey guys, we're rolling out this new concept. I've come in as a seventy percent business owner, and the franchisees seemed excited. Yep, right. Mm-hmm. And as we said earlier, they went ahead and they picked a store." To renovate and kind of roll out as the, the flagship as store. As the core
0: flagship store. What so here's, the, here's what they get. had to do, is they had to peel the whole model back. Right. Because in the franchise, we know that we've got to get the core store working, mm-hmm. then we've got to replicate the model that already works. Now, here we have a model that's broken everywhere, mm-hmm. and they were propagating their, uh, their deficiencies. Across the board Across right? the board Through yeah. all these stores So now yeah. they had to say Okay wait a second Let's go back And let's recreate this mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought it was really cool That uh, Marcus chose to do To redo as the flagship store It was Don And who were Don and Randy was, Don and Randy couple Randy, store A couple that had One of the franchises They bought in They poured their life And their heart mm-hmm. And their soul into it
1: And they were one of the teams That really When Marcus walked into their store That he felt the passion About tea Right Come yeah and so they really they had a passion for this business and Mm -hmm. they really were trying hard so marcus picked them and said i want to start with you
0: Uh, how uh, and how cool is that because he didn't have to do that he could have very well said this is ours this is the corporate we own this Mm -hmm. Um, and i'm sure who knows what their structure is on the back end i mean he may have just given it to him which would be fine too But
1: again that goes back to marcus being a good guy at the end of the day he's a genuine person
0: i agree yeah i think he's 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 a good businessman mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna take him for a ride mm-hmm. and, and uh he, he's he a gets good guy. back
1: yeah. where he can yeah you
0: know yeah, i'm with you 100 and, on and that.
1: um and 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 they did a nice job with that renovation yeah what you and think? if he
0: inspired, well i think they did a great job on the renovation i liked what they did i mean i had my own ideas be that mm-hmm. were conjured in my mind of where i'd like it to go and so it, it differed a little bit from how i was envisioning it
1: and, and i kind of agree with you there yeah. um I think I was envisioning it a little bit more like you were envisioning it, which had that old world, yeah, kind uh, of an old world. oriental, Indiana right. Jones feel to it. Yep. I found that this was, I mean, the shelves were stocked with, yeah. with additional product, but to me it still felt a little bit cold.
0: Well, and I wondered, uh, if we're going to put everything on the table here, I wondered if what they stocked the shelves with would really sell.
1: Yeah. It looks like a bunch of knickknacks to me, to it, be honest me as with you. Well. I like yeah. the spice rack. Yeah. I thought the spice rack was great. Um but but the, the I mean, accessories Like when you go
0: when you when you're out and you're going to get some tea. Yeah. Do you think I want to buy some spices?
1: No, but I'll tell you what. If I was from one of these smaller towns yeah. and I knew that there was a place where I could st- that was specifically stocked with really cool spices that I couldn't just find at my grocery store. I may, it, may, I may make a separate You may. I may. It's not a, separate a guaranteed trip. thing. I, right.
0: Yeah. It's. I, I think. I think it's kind of iffy there. And I think that when I was looking at the mugs and stuff, it's like, I personally, I think they need to. Do a little bit more in terms of uh, making that branding that they store. Were,
1: and if they were going to offer some mugs or some accessories, yeah. I would like to see them be that kind of orientally unique. Yeah, you want something that's right? going to jump little, off the yeah, shelf, rather than just pink and blue with little pigs on them or whatever they were. Right, I think
0: there, I so. think it needs a little bit more. But you know. That's not to discredit them in oh, no. any way. They've yeah. done a tremendous amount of work in a lo- mm-hmm. little short period of time. Uh, but I think that it could use a yeah. little bit more a upgrading. Little more, a little
1: more fantasy for me. They're going to call it tea and spice. And
0: something where you 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 have to buy those uh, things right. that are on the shelves. Yeah. You know, um, yeah.
1: I would have walked right by them. I would have probably thought, because I'm sure they were marked up. right? So I, they probably had the mugs on for $6 or $9. Yeah. And I would have thought in my head, you know what, I can go to the 99 well, that's what I was store thinking. You can and go find that. You can any place if, and buy mugs. Right,
0: yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it didn't seem like, uh... It didn't seem that unique that mm. would cause people to say... And what I'm reminded of is when they redid Farrell's, Farrell's okay. Restaurants. Because yep. yep. Farrell's has such a... Uh, Last season, yeah. with Such a strong, strong brand. I think it was this season. I think it was like the, oh, the right. second episode. Oh, right. You're right. I'm sorry. They have such a strong brand that the candy fit right in. It's kind of that Willy Wonka thing in the chocolate factory, and you're there. You expect to find those types of yeah. items to purchase there, sure. whereas this, uh, this tea shop... The brand isn't etched into the psyche of America. Mm-hmm. It's just this is the first one. Okay, what's it going to look like, and what's going to make us want to buy that mug versus buying it at the ninety-nine cent mm-hmm. store? Mm-hmm. And I don't. I, so I think that the, it needs to get a little needs bit, a little refinement. Yeah, a little refinement. Okay. But uh, but you know, backseat driving's the easiest thing to do. Yeah, so, that's right. Uh, yeah. So so the they did a great job on that. What did you think about him making Manisha partner?
1: Uh, i I found that interesting. yeah. Um, there must the, the profit margins they didn't go into it. the profit margins on spice must be massive. Well... Because he was really into this spice business. I
0: think he... I think Marcus wanted his enthusiasm. Yeah. I think that's... He wanted his passion. He wanted and his Manish, enthusiasm. And who
1: was the distributor of the right. spice and the tea, really had that passion, right? right? And Marcus is a passion guy. I passion think, business. I think that
0: was what... And, and the knowledge. So he, right. the, his enthusiasm, sure. his knowledge.
1: And he probably figured, I need you more than I need Jeff and Taylor. Oh, for
0: sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Jeff and Taylor, like, what like speaking what speaks, role was they really playing? And speaking really
1: of playing? Jeff and Taylor, yeah. what happened?
0: Oh, yeah. Jeff. Well,
1: so yeah, well, yeah, go for it. We roll out. So we're getting ready to 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 launch and open the doors to this newly designed business, Would the you? new name, the whole thing. You're breaking the furniture here. <laughs> oh, we only got the four furniture. minutes left here, don't we? Oh, that's my why, gosh, That's why yeah. we got to get going. Jeez. But um, Jeff, the owner, comes up to Marcus yeah. and says, you know, or Marcus finds out that Jeff has been secretly on the side this continuing to sell the old model franchise which really doesn't exist anymore and not only that they were out secretly trying to sell this old model. So of so tea so to get go. this.
0: Get what she's saying. Yeah, they are selling the old yeah, so Marcus buys in. He owns 75% right. of this thing. They're renaming the store. They've Re-branding called the franchises it. in. They mm-hmm. said, "Hey, listen to everybody, we're changing the name. This is the future of this company." And then Jeff is out on the outside selling the old tea to go franchise for 30 grand a pop. Manish calls him and tells him. Right. It's ridiculous. But, this, but, it was, but the
1: best part is,
0: it doesn't exist anymore.
1: The, the The business doesn't exist, and they're pushing paper that wasn't even approved or looked over by a lawyer. Right. It was the son who was basically just taking franchise documents off the internet and tweaking them a little bit and reselling. Like they were using, yeah, they were using
0: franchising of, documents that they I found mean, online rather talk than having about.
1: It. Putting yourself in a position of risk.
0: So, well, a huge risk because it's a security, and when you're selling a franchise like that. Uh, are I mean, if he, if he was doing it wrong, if something went wrong, he could risk prison because he was. It would well, the
1: SEC be, could be involved. Well, right, it would be you know?
0: defrauding these people, and right. and and there's a good case to be made. And I I hate saying this right here, but there is a good case to be made that that, that he was actually has, happening. Right,
1: yeah. and you called it a Ponzi scheme from the get-go. Yeah, I mean that was your gut feel on what was going on. Like, well, yeah, like right out the right? gate, so. that's what I thought. It
0: like uh But the
1: best part is that's not even the best part. So Marcus calls Jeff over and says, "Hey, I've been hearing you're up to this." And Jeff says, "Yes, I have been." And actually, in fact, Marcus, I don't want to be part of the new business at all. I think I want to stick with the original." And not only was he sticking concept. with it,
0: he he said he formed a what is this? A franchise council. <laughs> he said, "I formed a franchise council and the T2Go people have been offered uh, 30 days to decide whether they want to stick with it or not, which I have never I mean that's just utterly ridiculous. He had already signed away the business. First he could, of all, I what, mean Marcus what, could sue the
1: What I didn't pants understand of is guy. is how when he was only a 30% owner of the business, he could even go ahead and do that.
0: I, when he was No, he couldn't. That's right, the, that's, that's the whole thing.
1: Oh, what a gong show. Yeah,
0: no, uh, he, but uh, you know, Marcus oh, there's no reason to sue him. He doesn't have anything. So, um, the
1: thing that got me is is this Jeff guy, uh, the owner ran a business into the ground, subsequently ran 19 other businesses almost into the ground, and yet, like you said, he had his blinders on, continuing to convince himself that this was a money-making business and not recognizing the privilege it is to have Marcus buy into your business and partner with him and his immense expertise he Come was in total denial
0: but let's uh, you Woo. know because we are at the top of the hour it's a great episode watch the episode yes, if you get the opportunity to watch one. it I enjoyed this yeah, episode there was a lot of things to learn from this and in the end Marcus decided that he was going to launch American uh, Tea and Spice anyway, anyway mm-hmm. on his own so Jeff went into competition good luck on that <laughs> um, you know, but in any case let's wrap this top of the hour we're going to see you next week um, until then where can people reach out to yeah, you Katarina so Kazaya? please reach out
1: to us we'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode if you did watch it. If you didn't, like uh, Chris said, please go watch it, because it was a good one. You can reach me anytime via social media on Twitter and Instagram, at Katerina Kazayas. Also, catch up with me daily via Global Gab that's Global Dash Gab I fill you in on what's going on in the world
0: beautiful and also remember you can find us on our iTunes uh, yes. podcast so download the podcast of The Prophet here after show you can do that at after Buzz TV uh, on iTunes and uh, communicate YouTube. with us yeah write us some messages on YouTube and stuff we love those you can reach me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram also go to Legendary Living Daily right now sign up for that you get uh, daily t- <coughs> <coughs> boy if I can say it <laughs> tips inspiration motivation he needs an elixir and a, I need an elixir yeah I need to <laughs> you know, wet my whistle and uh, also find me at legendarylivingtv.com for YouTube until next week keep uh, keep rocking on keep mm-hmm. on rocking on and we will see you then Good see day. you then from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network